Hello there, ringside group. Hello there, ringside crew. Hey, dudes at ringside crew. This is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Elsie. This is the savage juggernaut, Tamaku. Ringside! Ring! This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Sarks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's on Brody Adelaide. The headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dink, Brendan Dicker. This is according to Woods. Savannah Summers. I'm sure he. Chance on his side. you are watching the internationally known. Dudes at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome to another episode of the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I'm your host, Joe the Panther, the third, and now from the top of Metal Mountain, all the way down to all 50 states in the globe, it's a happy hill himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside crew? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, everybody? Good afternoon, Joe. Have a great good afternoon, man. Oh, sorry about that. It's not the morning, it's, it's the afternoon. But it's, you, afternoon got to, got you got your afternoon coffee going on. I see that, right? Got there. my kitty cup in my kitty cup. Hey, kitty cup. Okay, Geekins. Ready Let's, to load the jet and put the bags in? Yeah, because we're going to Scotland today, Joe. Scotland. So <laughs> let's give a warm dudes at ringside welcome to our guest, Edith Summer. Hi, guys. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Good. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And I, I might I add, a fellow Ghostbusters fan, welcome, fellow Ghosthead. Welcome back. <laughs> yes, yes. So if our fans are not familiar with you, and why would they not be? Introduce yourself. Hi, guys. My name's Edith Summer. I'm a referee, female referee here in Dundee, Scotland, in the UK. And I'm the only female referee in Scotland. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you you hey what's going on? Uh, one of our uh, people in the chat just said, uh, "Nicole." Oh, that's my sister. Hello, Nicole. <laughs> hey, welcome. Make sure you get the follow button, by don't the forget, way. Don't forget to hit the follow button <laughs> to see the dancing. <laughs> so you go to a, a wrestling school. You want to talk about that? Yes. Yeah, so um, way back in 2014, um, I started. Um, I think it was about January. Um, I went to Scottish Wrestling Entertainment uh, School. At that point, they'd had no female wrestlers, um, and I happened to be the only female in the class, <laughs> which is kind of funny, actually. But uh, I got a lot of training. My mentors were Jay the Jackal. Um, I had Ian Ambrose. I had um, David Lowe. That's the owner of SWE, uh, Scottish Wrestling Entertainment. Um, so there was it was like five nights a week um, training was, and it was for a good three hours every night. And you got different teachers, you know, you got the psychology 101 of wrestling, you got the to know the basics of how to do the holds. Um, I enjoyed that, but I enjoyed doing the referee side. So I did learn a bit about the referee side um, on that. Um, is it tough going? Yes, it really is. Out of the class that was there, I'm the only person that's still there from the original class that had started in 2014. So, wow. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So- so you watch them fall one by one. You're like, 
Where's this person? And where's this person? Yeah, I mean, some people were, were going to training, others didn't like certain trainers and um, their methods. I mean, at the end of the day, if it was going to be easy, everybody would do it. Do you know what I mean? Everybody would do it. It's not the easiest of sports, especially being a woman. Um, but I stuck at it because I absolutely love wrestling. I've, I've loved wrestling since I was 13 years old. It's all I ever wanted to do, really. Um, my dad, the realist that he is, he's like, get your head out the cloud. You know, it's never going to happen. And then when I came to him, I went, well, actually, Dad, I'm, I'm going to go to wrestling school now and I'm actually going to train to be a wrestler. And he's like, why? Why? <laughs> I'm just sitting there going, OK, well, here's the reasons why. Because I love it and because I want to do it. So my dad wasn't really accepting it at the time. But now I, I, now he's like, oh, you've, you've grown into it. You know, you really, really enjoy it. You know what I mean? You could see it. You know, he watches the videos. My sister tells me he watches the videos and, and whatnot. So, um, yeah, but training was hard. Um, but, you know, if you stick at it, you know what I mean? You, you learn a lot about the wrestling. You know what I mean? My dad used to always sit there and go, oh, but they're not hitting each other. Yeah, they do. You know what I mean? They do. When when we're hitting each other, we, we do hit each other. Yes, I do come away with bruises. Yes, I've come away with, with cuts and whatnot. But that's the business. I know what I'm doing when I'm in there because I, I trust the people that I'm training with or have been trained with. Yeah, so... Yeah, you're, you're basically like my job. Basically, I, I started seven years ago, and I, I go and look around my shoulder and I go, Where did everybody that started with me? Where'd they all go? <laughs> they're all, they're all because gone. I was a woman, some of them some of them were a bit like, Oh, I don't want to hurt you. And I'm like, For God's sake, you know, hit me, just hit me. And they're like, Oh, and they'd give you a wee tap, and it's like, No, please stop that. Give me a proper boom. Eventually, they did because it was like, Well, you know you're going to be treated like one of the guys and it was the first thing that my boss said to me when I walked through the door he says just because you're a girl I don't you're not getting special treatment and I turned around and said to him well I don't expect special treatment you know I want to be treated exactly the same way as the guys and I have to be fair I've been treated the same as the guys you know I'll joke with the guys in the locker room you know we all have a laugh and a joke about certain things and we just have a really good time you know what I mean it's it's a fun place to be I mean it's what I've always wanted to do so yeah that, yeah, that's that's crazy that you're working with the guys and everything, and you're you're, you're tough. So you know. Well, <laughs> tell me after after I've gone out the ring because there's been a few times when I've I've actually been hurt. I mean, the last time I got a spear, and it's a, a very spectacular spear I might add. And uh, I went back to the guys. I'm like, oh, I'm sore. I'm so. They're like, you know, you're supposed to be sore on both sides, not just the one. And I'm like. Really? Okay. So a couple of days, obviously, you know, normal work, I'm like, guys, could you help me pick up this box? Because it's kind of really sore to bend down. But it is what it is. I mean, you know, I, I trust the guys implicitly, you know, when I'm in the ring. You know, they'll tell me what's going on. I'll I'll do whatever I need to do to, to make it look perfect. And yeah, you know, it's all about trust. And you have to have trust when you're in the ring. You know, it's not, we, we're telling a story at the end of the day. But not only that, we want the fans to believe what's happening. So... And you and you want it to look good as well. So I mean, like you want to sell it right? like it's like legit. Because if you don't sell it legit, people are going to start noticing and be like, "Ah, that's fake." Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, right, that that doesn't look right. No, no, I don't think I believe. I mean, I've been in some scenarios when I first started. Um, I had a, a sort of rivalry with my boss, and um, we had a, a chap called the very good Mister Ung Mackey, and he was getting picked on. He was getting picked on, and of course. My, me, I hate people getting picked on. So I went in, I was like, no, you're not doing this. Next thing you know, I'm, I'm a ref for, for my boss and obviously the guy that he's facing. And of course, he punts me down and 
everybody in the audience is going to believe that a man's just hit a ref, but not only that, it's a female ref. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I've had some stories where people have been shocked. I've been fired. Um, what else? Oh, I've had, had a baseball to the stomach, um, sharpshooter, um, splash. Um, oh, I've had everything done. It's great. I've actually got a wee bucket list that I'm going through. I'm like, right, is, if that's going to be done, can I get that next? Have you ever been put to a table? or? Uh, um, or no, that's on the list. I'm still waiting for that to happen. I've had a briefcase to the head. That's mm. fair enough. That exactly wasn't on, on the list, but I got it. I'm looking for the chair, the tables. Yeah, it's on the list. I've got a bucket list. <laughs> I, I, I could play a spot right now. I could say, all right, the guy's going to go for a spear, right? And uh-huh. he misses, spears you through the table by accident. Mm-hmm. And I would look, make that look 110. I would make oh, that. The guy would be like, "No, All right?" Or yeah. guys, guys probably going, "Oh my god!" Esther sitting there going, <laughs> "That's me, yay!" So yeah, you like get the notepad. I did it. I got through the table. <laughs> You're on the table, you grab the notepad out of your uh, out of your referee shirt and check. <laughs> like, steel check. Steel. That's not done. Put that to the pile. <laughs> <laughs> then you're like <laughs> crunched. Steel chair to the face, Neil McMalone said. Oh well, yeah, I'm still waiting for that. Yeah, uh, hi Neil. Um, oh. Neil's one of one of one of my my fans, so he. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there's a bucket list. If you don't have a bucket list in wrestling, what are you doing in wrestling? Come on, yeah. you no, know, there there has to be a bucket list. So, is there so, any particular type of match you would like to referee and you haven't done yet? Oh, that's a good one. Um, steel cage. I've not done a steel cage. I would like to do a steel cage um, for the experience because that, that would be good. Um, we do hardcore matches, so I've done a few hardcore matches. Um, but no, a steel cage would, would probably do maybe a ladders match as well because I've never never done that yet. Um, I've had the tag, tag matches. I've had singles matches. Um, Future Division. I've had heavyweight. Yeah. I think definitely cage because that would that would you know because obviously you're enclosed with the guys. I think that would be a great experience. Um, so yeah, cage match. I would think. Yeah. Also, also, if you ever got picked by picked up signed by WWE, you could always referee an elimination chamber match, which would be awesome. <laughs> well, that'd be cool. You know, hey WWE, if you're looking for a female referee, hello in Scotland. <laughs> I don't think um, but no, I would love to do that. I definitely would love to, to do a cage match because I've not done that. Recently, I did um, a British-style um, rules match at Renegade Wrestling Dojo. Um, that was their second show, but that was my first appearance with them. Um, it was pretty good. I'd never done one before, so I can, I can kind of cross that one off my list. I'd like to have more of those just so I've got more experience. Um, but again, you I mean you're always you know learning you know when you're, when you're in the wrestling business. You know, as a referee, it doesn't stop because you're a referee. You're always learning. You know what I mean? Doesn't matter whether it's a small thing or a big thing. You're always learning. So, yeah, and I enjoy it. So, so if if you could referee any match for anybody, who would you referee a match against? Take a match. Oh, now is this past or present, or can can I use past or present? For Ben Door, for Ben Door, past or present, you can portal style. You know. If it was male, if it was male, I would definitely say Bret Hart versus Drew McIntyre. Ooh. I would love to see that match. Now, if it was female, there's a lot of people I I would love to choose from. I would definitely say AJ Lee, possibly against 
Britt Baker. Ooh. Oh man, that'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah I would sure. I would love to see that match because just I mean I loved AJ Lee's style when, when she was in the WWE. Um and of course Britt Baker and AEW just now, I mean, she's on fire just now, you know what I mean? She's really doing so well, along with Thunder Rosa and a few other other ones here, Tony Storm. Um but yeah, I, I think that would be my my two dream matches, male yeah, and female. She doesn't. I was just gonna say she doesn't even need the belt. That's how well she's doing. People just want to face her. Yeah, <laughs> I mean she's, she's got people lining up, knocking on her door, going, "Please, please let me, let me, let me, let me wrestle you." You know what I mean? I think it's great. You know what I mean? It, she's showing something different, and that's again what I like about AEW. They're showing that they can obviously, you know, yes, they do have ex WWE stars. Let's let's know, you know, sugarcoat it here. They do have ex WWE superstars. But their own homegrown talent is absolutely amazing. Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, you know, the Bucks, Kenny Omega, Moxley. You know, I could go on and on and on. And you'd be like, time, time, you know what I mean? But I absolutely adore, honestly, even the women's wrestling, I absolutely adore the fact that they're bringing different people in. And I hope in many ways that they open the forbidden door for the women as well, not just the males. Oh man, that, I mean, like the forbidden door to stardom. That would be absolutely amazing. Mm. I would love to see. Not, like, do you think Tony Khan will ever take a trip over across the across the pond and go to like Scotland and in, in uh, England and stuff like that? I would love to see that happening. You know what I mean? Because you know we are seeing more women now coming into the wrestling. I mean, you look at the eighties. Say start of the 80s, late 80s, there wasn't many women that were in wrestling. And if they were, they were mostly eye candy or valleys of managers. Now, don't get me wrong. I watched it when I was growing up. I loved it. The only thing I bloody hated was when they started getting the women to wrestle, it was either mud wrestling, bras and panties matches. I absolutely bloody hate them. Even now, people will go up to me and go, hey, Edith, Edith, you're in this division. Oh, right. You're going to... No. The minute they mentioned the brand panties, I, I, I actually chewed a boy off for a bit of that. He said to me, oh, are you going to do a bras and panties match? And he sort of went, I'm joking, I'm joking. And I went, no, didn't joke about that. You know, I hate things like that. You know, now women are getting to be respected more in the wrestling business. It's been a slow process, very slow process, but the women are showing they can do exactly what the guys can do and maybe even do it a bit better. And, you know, again, I could harp on about this all night. You know what I mean? It, it, I'm very passionate about women women in wrestling. You know, we've always been treated like eye candy, you know, especially in the 80s. You know, you didn't see many women wrestlers. And then you had, you know, sort of Luna Vachon, Sunny, China, um, especially China. She was the one that revolutionised the women. You know what I mean? Because up until China came in, there hadn't been any women that were wrestling or showing the men that, yes, we could do that. And then suddenly, boom, you know, China's on the scene She's making waves, and then all of a sudden, all these other girls like Lita, Tristratus, come in, and then again, it sort of went back to the eye candy. But now we're getting to the stage where we're not eye candy. We're now actually evolving, and we're actually doing more. Yep, exactly. Like it was also a few wrestlers that you forgot to mention from the the eighties: Rock and Robin, the Bombshells, mm-hmm. Bombshell. I think Sensational like, Terry. Yep, I think the Bombshells were the. Was was uh, the, the I think I'm I could be wrong mm-hmm. I'm always Mr Old School, but I remember mm-hmm. it was like an Asian tag team that was managed by uh, Jimmy Hart. I think it was the Bomb right. Bomb Angels. Could Bomb be. Was I mean, I started watching wrestling uh, in 1992. Oh. that's when my love affair actually started. You know, with the wrestling, 
we got what, what was called um, Telewest at the time. It was a cable, cha- cable channels. And my dad accidentally put it on Sky One. And there's this man in pink tights, hot pink tights, long hair, gorgeous flowed hair. And I fell in love. And it was, again, it was actually Bret Hart versus Mr. Perfect for the Intercontinental Championship. And I was mm-hmm. hooked, hooked yep. right from that start. But it wasn't until sort of, you know, the later sort of 90s, you were starting to see the women come in. I mean, you had Alundra Blaze, you had um, Bull Nakano, um, you know. But again, they were sort of trying to do it as eye candy as well, and it slightly annoyed me. Then when China came in, that's when it all changed. The women weren't actually being treated like eye candy. They were treated more like, oh, right, we can use them as wrestlers. Perfect. And I've got to say, I actually spent some time with China because she actually came across the Scottish Wrestling Entertainment um, for our Hell for Lycra. Um, we had Jazzy Gabbard, the alpha female, versus Nikki um, Storm, but you'll know her as Nikki Ash from the yeah. WWE. Yeah. And Nikki and I had a, had a bit of a storyline going where she was picking on, on me. But Jazzy obviously got the match because I was supposed to be getting that match. Never happened. But China had come in that day. And I spent, I think, we, we did a sign-in with her in Aberdeen and I spent the whole day with her. And I must admit, I was very nervous, really nervous, because it was like, holy, it's China, the lady I grew up watching. You can curse here if you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to, because in case kiddies are watching. Just yeah, that's true, that's true. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I spent a whole day with her. You know, we travelled in a car to Aberdeen. My boss was in, in front of the car along with her manager. And we just gasped about, you know, everything, how she got into wrestling, you know, what book she read. She loved the fact that, you know, she was teaching Chinese to, to speak English. And she just, you know, she loved, you know, the quality time that she had with them. But I remember sitting there saying to me, you know, I'd like to be remembered for my wrestling, not for the other stuff that I did. could totally understand that. But, you know... Before we'd gotten in the car, she's like, oh, I like you, I like your eyes. Well, your eyes are beautiful. I was bloody terrified because I thought, here's this lady I've read so much about. And do you know what? Nothing like what people have said about her. This lady was so humble, so childlike, just willing to, to speak to you, you know, as a normal human being. And, you know, it was lovely, lovely to spend time with her. And then when we got to, you know, our health, like it's health like, it's like, um, like a WrestleMania, like our big WrestleMania here in Scotland. And, um, before we went out and she's like, you know, let's show the boys we can do this a lot better than them. And you know what? To say that, you know, I was immensely proud that night to be in the ring with all females that night, you know, to have that moment with China in that ring, it, it was, it was very special to me. You know, I've, I've spent a lot of time with guys in the ring and, and other ladies, but to have China there, you know, and for her to say, you know, age is just a thing, it's, it's in your head, you know, you don't have to worry about that. You know, she took the time to sit me down, explain the do's and don'ts. You know, she was she was just lovely. Do you know what I mean? She really was lovely. And I, you know, it's such a shame that she doesn't get honoured in the WWE. She should get honoured for herself, Definitely. not just because she was in the Click or you know, G Generation X. Yep. I strongly feel that she should be in the the Hall of Fame, mainly on her merits, because without her, there would never have been a women's division. And I don't care what the Bellas say; they did not revolutionise anything. It was Nothing. China. They started the, the, the trade before they did. Exactly. I, I'm 100% agree with you. China. I get freaked be... out anytime I hear the, even the Bellas talk. I'm like, someone turn that microphone off, please. please, please. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, I'm so, so disappointed to see everyone's going to, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this to see the Bellas get inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame before China. And that just yeah. 
Now it breaks. It me, breaks like, your heart or, because yeah. this this lady did so much for this company. And sorry, Kiddies, if you're listening, but she got shot upon from a big bloody height. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't care the personal reasons for it. P- take the personal out. End of the day, this woman, body, blood, sweat, tears, everything, did what she did to get that company where it was and gets no thanks for it. Oh, yeah. she gets thanks, but she gets thanks with, with the, the guys, not on her own. To me, that's disrespectful. Do you know what I mean? Oh. As, as a woman in the industry, you know, hopefully one day I would like to be in a Hall of Fame for something. Who knows? Maybe for my referee and maybe for other stuff. I don't know. You will be. But I would yeah. like to think, you know, women should be honoured for what they do in the wrestling, not because the the, the you know, booties and their chests. Do you know what I mean? It, it, just, it just infuriates me. You know, if you've got personal stuff, get rid of it. The woman deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. End of. Exactly. Sorry, not over. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it's the WWE Hall of Fame. It's not the Vince McMahon. It's not the Triple H Hall of Fame. It's not the Stephanie McMahon Hall of Fame. It's the WWE Hall of Fame. She was a huge part of the WWE, and you can't erase that because no, because they are politics. You know what I mean? She was still a part of it. You know what I mean? I mean, you're, you're, you wouldn't have the Charlotte players. You wouldn't have the Flippin' Baileys, the... Becky Lynch's, go, do you know what I mean? It, it, it does, it infuriates me. This woman has done paid her dues and more. Yes, she made a mistake in her personal life. But the, here's the key thing. It was personal, not what she did in the wrestling. She did everything she did in the wrestling and she still gets shot, shot upon. You know, yeah. it, to, to me, I just think it's totally wrong. She should be, you know, in her own right, put in the Hall of Fame. Regardless of what people think of her or thought of her, she deserves to have her place. That would that would have been like one of my dream dream interviews if she didn't sadly pass away. I would have loved to have mm-hmm. China come on the podcast so she could just talk about like her Sorry. stories and experience being a woman in that era where all men are the faces of everything and stuff mm-hmm. like I would have loved to hear like her stories and her take on everything would I it'd be hard with the have talk about personal stuff with her and trips, but I would love to hear mm-hmm. like her sides of the stories. With all the stuff that mm-hmm. that said about her, and yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, right, Geek? Wouldn't yeah, you exactly. Yeah, because she was always in the ring with men all the time. So there she was, was a, she was a pioneer, is what I'm trying to say. A mm-hmm. pioneer. She was. From, yeah. You know, she she put the the salt and the pepper into the mix. You know what I mean? She didn't just wrestle women; it was men as well. You know what I mean? And you know, for a woman to be doing that at that time, it was frowned upon. You know, or why is a woman in the in, in you know in a mixed gender match? Why is this? You know what I mean? But this is it. Wrestling is full of diversity and controversy. Do you know what I mean? That's what gets you your tickets. You know what's good for one thing, maybe not might not be for the next. But at the time, you know, you had your your PG era, and then you went into obviously the other era that we had. You know, where you had Stone Cold Steve Austin and, you know, all the badass stuff going in, which was great. But China was there as well, and she still put her stamp on that. Do you think, if it wasn't for China, do you think we would never got intergender matches on the indies? Or I don't think we would have done. I think it would have been the same straight-laced stuff. Men versus men, women versus women. Yes, you're still going to get controversy. Some people don't like mixed matches. But you know what? If it's tried and tested and it works... Go for it. You know what I mean? I definitely think it works. I've been in an intergender match myself. Um, but five years ago, I uh, ended up in a, in a main event match at the Care Hall here in Dundee. 
um, I had a match with Misdemeanor Grew, and it was myself and my boss, um, Braveheart. And you know, there was a lot of lot of people moaning about it and, and didn't like it. But you know, we were the main event, and to be fair, I was actually crapping myself. You know what I mean? Literally, I'm like, okay, right, I'm going away in the next couple of minutes. Oh, okay. And I, I was really nervous, right? At this point, I'm like, oh God, I don't think I could do this. I'm going to be sick. And you wouldn't have thought when you see that match that, you know, I'm nervous at all. You know, you wouldn't have think that I'm like, <gasps> I'm over here. <gasps> but no, I did it. Um, my dad was there. My mum was there. Um, my brother was there. My sister was there. Um, and I had the most amazing match ever, you know. And I turned heel that night as well, which was quite funny. You literally okay. could heel, hear a pin drop, me turning heel. And it was like, ah, okay. Got up the stairs and the boys are like, shame, shame. I'm like, what? I'm not doing So we did the video afterwards. And obviously I've got a bottle of wine and I'm, I'm down in it. My mum's like, you're not my daughter anymore. I don't, I, I don't, I can't believe that you did that to me. I'm just like, mm, okay. <laughs> it's wrestling, mum. That's what I would have told her. Exactly. It's like, it's wrestling. Come on. You know, I'm not going to exactly nut somebody in the street because I'd obviously get jailed. You know, I'd get put to prison. But my mum truly believed this storyline. Um, so my work was done. It worked. You, you, they made, it worked. They, right? Yeah. It, you, you did your job. You could punch out for the day and just go home early. You did your job. Exactly. Right? Pretty like, much. Exactly. You know what? I've never <laughs> like, seen before. Bang. Sorry. I've never, I've, never, I've never seen before. I've never seen a referee, uh, a female Nick Patrick. Right. Okay. That's well, I definitely would say, you know, we have um, a thing called Monday Night Brawl on YouTube, um, Scottish Wrestling Entertainment. Um, yeah, you, you might want to check that out because I'm I'm on a few of them uh, and I don't take no shit, you know, from, from anybody. <laughs> no. So, um, yeah, I'm quite tough when I'm in that ring. Me outside the ring, I'm very sort of, hey, how you doing? But yeah, me, me the ref, no. I'm very sort of, I'm very sassy when I want to be. You know, I, the, the guys will tell you that, you know, I, I do. I, I'm very sort of right in there. But I enjoy it. I love it. I mean, it's the best feeling in the world. I used to say the best the best thing in the world was being front row at a wrestling show. Nah. The best thing is being in the middle of it, in the thick of it. There's mm. nothing like it. You know what I mean? There really, really isn't. I really enjoy being a ref because, you know, uh, don't get me wrong, I've trained to be a wrestler. Um, I can't say I'm the best wrestler. And I'm sure many would agree with me on that. But as a referee, I absolutely love it. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing like it. You know, you, you, there's one guy in our company, John Alpha. He deliberately tries to get me to smile at him when he's in the ring. And I'm determined I'm not going to do it. And he keeps saying to me, I'm going to break you. I'm going to get you to smile at me. And it's like, no, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah. so, have you ever thought of uh, coming to America to referee or like wrestle? I would love to go to America and see how the refs out there work. Um, and again, MD that's got a wrestling company looking for a female referee. Hello, I'm here. Just you know, contact me. But seriously, though, yes, I would love to work internationally. I would love to work for for um, the United States. I would I would love to to go to come to America to um, referee. It would be a dream of mine to to do that. Um, so you know, anything's possible. You know, we we just we're just working towards you know, our goal and if people notice us, that's great. You know, I'm, I'm all for working for other companies and, you know, making sure that they have have something there as a female because, again, America doesn't have a lot of female wrestlers, uh, sorry, female referees. 
Um, there's only the odd couple that I've noticed either online or WWE itself only has a handful. And even then, eh, they don't seem to be treating them right. You know, they, they seem to be, look at the Edge, Edge one. You know, he specifically asked for that female referee. And, you know, credit to, to that referee. I, I can't remember her name, of course, but, you know, she went and did the storyline and she thanked Edge for allowing her to, you know, contain the storyline at WrestleMania. But, yeah, I would love to, to work for, for you guys over there because I think it would be a, a great tale of the tape to see what, what I could offer, you know. And I, as I say, I just love wrestling. I love refereeing. I love meeting new people, you know. And, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's the best thing in the world. De- definitely. So where, where are some places you would love to travel to that you've not traveled to yet? I would love to go to Canada. Um, I, I would love to go to Canada. Um, New Zealand, I would like to go to New Zealand. Um, Japan, I would like to go to Japan okay. as well. Um, you know, I've been to Orlando, Florida a few times. Um, absolutely amazing, I've got to say. Um, been to the, the parks and whatnot. But again, I'd like to go to Orlando, Florida as well, because I know that there's wrestling, there's the wrestling scene out there as well. But I'm not sure about licenses or, or whatnot. Um I think you have to have a license for, for some of these places, whereas in the UK you don't have to have a license um, to referee. That's awesome. Though. So, yeah, so yeah definitely... I mean, I would like to be more travelled and you know see more more of more of the world and more wrestling, you know, and see how other people you know enjoy it and, and do it. So, please come to US. Please come to US. <laughs> I would love to come to the US. Trust me, yeah. I would love to come to the US. So, if any any promoters are watching. Please, yeah. So, yeah. Book, book Edith yeah. right now. Make a clip. Yes, exactly. Book Edith. Book me, please. Book Thank you. Edith. Come on, guys. Book her. <laughs> book this lady right here, this awesome referee friend we have right now, fellow Ghosthead. You know, Ghostbuster fans, you watching this clip? Follow our friend right here. She's she's part of the community. She treat her, respect her. She's fam. She's fam. Sorry. What's that? I was just going to say, did Joe just make up a word? He calls Fram. Fram. Yeah, I, I do that all the time. I'm like it, the drunk it make, uncle. It makes up words. Joe makes up words. I, I'm like life. the drunk uncle that's like, I think though I had a full conversation with somebody and then they, I walk away and they go, what the hell did he just say? <laughs> was he get, what reward? It's like I'm, I'm the living embodiment of Slimer. I just ate a whole piece of chicken. And I'm talking to the person, and they walk, and I walk away, and they're like, "Was he eating?" <laughs> well, Slimer, is one of my favorite characters, along with the Safe Puff Marshmallow Man. So, yeah, good choices. <laughs> well, I have tattoo of Slimer on my thigh with the proton pack on, with hot dogs hanging. Oh out. wow! Yes, I can't really show it because the camera won't catch it. All right. Okay. Well, I can see something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, well, he's he's a, originally it was supposed to be on my ankle. But I'm like, you can't put Slimer on an ankle. It'll look like a boogie. <laughs> so I have yeah. It's, it goes from the <laughs> base of my thigh all the way up to my, toward my hip. Hmm. Look well, I don't have any tattoos. I keep saying that I'm going to do it, but uh, I did, so I don't know. They always have to say that. They always say hi to us. I'm like, you done say hi to the guest? That's not nice. That is not nice. <laughs> Okay, I'll say hello to you anyway. Hello. <laughs> it's, it's like, being, um, it's like it's a, being a wrestler and a ref, I get that Edith is talking what Edith is talking about. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So knows what I'm talking about. There, It'd be hard business to get into. There's 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 quite a few 
uh, American-based all-female promotions out here. There's uh, CCW that's in Delaware. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Liberty Pro Women's Wrestling that's like in Tennessee. Mission Pro, right? Mission Pro that's one uh, Thunder Rosa owns, but partially owns. Mm-hmm. I think she, I think she partially owns it with her husband. Um, there's one in Vegas which Jenny Santana, Tito Santana's daughter, is the co-owner for. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, UWW. That's the name of the promotion. You can find them on everything. UWW. They, they just touch just. So so we got. Started, right? Yeah. What's up? They just started like they just had the. They're last gonna month, have their I think training. last month they started. I think. Yeah, last no. month they're they're new. They're friends. They haven't even got the training wheels off their ta- their bike yet. <laughs> That's how new they are. They're I think Shimmer's new. also another one as well. I think isn't it in America? Shimmer, Shimmer, yes. Shimmer, Shimmer yeah. Um, Shine. Shine. Oh, Shine. That's in Japan. Isn't no, Shine's Japan? here. Oh, that was in Japan. No, oh, Shine's why. here. Shine. It, it's it's awesome to know that there's actual women's wrestling that's out there that people are like, I'm gonna try this. You know what I mean? There's yeah. Women that want to go and do there's it. opportunities. It, it's a godsend, really, um, because like I says to you earlier on, I mean, you, going back to the the 80s, 90s, I mean, there wasn't many women wrestlers. And again, we're going back to the mud wrestling and and the whatnot. But you know, women are coming into their own. You know what I mean? But how many times have we had to fight to get on a card? You know what I mean? It's 10 times harder for a woman to get on a card. You're a male, it's easy. Oh, you've got a spot. You know what I mean? It's not so easy for a woman to, you know, just walk into the business and go, right, I've got my spot. You literally have to fight for it. Um, You know, and I, I've got an Empress division here in Scottish Wrestling Entertainment. Um, we're going to have a Queen of the Ring tournament very shortly, starting next wow. month. Um, and I'm very excited about that because, you know, I've been fighting for that for quite a long time as well. Um. Aisha Raymond, she's our Empress Division champion. She's actually in Japan just now. She's defending that championship just now. And then when she comes back, she'll have her number one contender um, from the Queen of the Ring to go against her for that belt. Um, but, you know, it's amazing how many women I speak to and they go, you know what, you're right. You know, we do have to fight 10 times harder to get to get to where we are. You know, it, it's very difficult because, you know, they see us sometimes as weak and we're not. You know, I can take a, take a flipping backslide or whatever it is that they're asking me to do and we think twice about it. You know what I mean? They're the first people that'll go, hey Edith, you want it? Yep. But I've not told you what I'm what I'm about today. That's fine. Yep. I could be selling my soul to the devil and I've just said yeah. And they're like, oh right, okay. <laughs> but it's because I have a love for the wrestling. You know what I mean? I, I I absolutely love putting myself on the line because at the end of the day, you know, not many people will, will do that. You know, and I'm just like, hey, over here, I'm quite happy to do it. You know what I mean? So that, yeah, as women, we do have to fight 10 times harder, and it it just annoys me. You know what I mean? We're just as good as the guys. We can show you what we've got. In fact, we've done it before. Um, you know, again, I'm going to use Charlotte Flair. I'm going to use Natalia Hart. I'm going to use Natalia Hart because Natalia is one of these people, because of her name, she has been rejected from, from places because of her name. Now, she's actually shown, okay, my name's a Hart, but that means nothing. I'm going to show you what I'm going to do. She does it. She proves her point and goes, "Thank you, goodbye." You know what I mean? Yeah, Natalia Hart is one of the most under underrated wrestlers. Right underused, well, she definitely too. is. She really is. I mean, they don't utilize her enough. I mean, the knowledge that that lady has. Do you know what I mean? It's unbelievable. I mean, come on, her uncle is Brett the Hitman Hart. Hello, yeah. do you know what I mean? The Hart family are rich in wrestling history. And yet they don't utilize her. 
Why? I could name you women that they never utilise. I can tell you women in here in the Scottish scene that, that are going to be big, you know what I mean, that, that seem to be low on the card. I mean, I'm going to tell you, there's there's the undeniable Ashley Vega. She's quite hot in the scene. And honestly, you need to, to interview her. I will also say Emily Hayden. She is absolutely amazing. I absolutely adore that lady. You know, she's got a wee podcast herself and it's, she's got a wee sort of web, webisode called Life's a Beach. Somebody needs to book a Coachella, by the way. Um, you know, she's making these videos and it's about, you know, what's happening on the wrestling scene, what's going on in her life. And, you know, she jokes about going on to Eurovision and she's actually got a video, a song called Book a Beach and it's for the Eurovision. And honestly, you, you need to see it. You know what I mean? Oh, um there, there's a lot of women on the wrestling scene. There's London Lovelust. There's Iona Sky. There's Maven and Raven Struthers. There's um, Kat Sabella. There's Jade Black. You know, all these people are coming up. You know, you've got Brod, Brody Adler, which you've had on your show. Yeah, you know, awesome. Ruby Roberts. You awesome. know, all yeah, these yeah, girls are coming back. up. You know, so again, I mean, all these women are coming up into the scene. You know, there's so many they really, you know, if you blink, they're going to pass you because they're, 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 they're that good. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're going to be on the next level. They're all going to be on the next level. You know, Ronnie Knox, Kirsty Love, you know, they're all on the next level. And, you know, I'm maybe just a small wheel in that call when they go to wherever they're going. But I'd like to think that wherever they've got going, they'll, they'll remember me in a small place. Go, oh, I remember Edith. Yeah, she definitely be. But, you know, it, it's even the guys. I mean, I've, I've you know, ref quite a lot of great guys. You know, our, we've got KJ Nitro, we have Atomico, you know, we've got, you know, Scotty Ratio, Alphas, you know, Craig Stevens, John Alpha. Um, you know, I, I could give you a list. You'd be sitting there going, time, time, Edith, time. But there's so much talent on the Scottish scene, not even on the Scottish scene. You know what I mean? Everywhere. You just have to go and look for it and find it. Like us, like that, that, that's the thing about wrestling right now today. It's like if you hate like WWE, you hate AEW. You could, there's so much different wrestling today that you could go on the internet and look and say, "Hmm, I'm gonna watch this show. I'm gonna watch this show. I'm gonna watch this show. This match. This match. This match." That there's is so many that, options. That's what I always tell Geek Edith. I'm like, like we. We love independent wrestling so much that me and Geek decided to ship off. Not just we love our American independent wrestling. Don't don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but we liked the ship off. We we set off on a mission to find any and all people from all over the world to talk to. We may not know them, but after the podcast, this dude and this dude will be sitting on YouTube going. Holy crap! I just found like 15 matches of this person we don't talk to, and I don't even know. Yeah. And I watched him because we got we got a girl from South Africa, a female wrestler from South Africa, right, Geek from CPW yeah. South Africa. I found I found she sent the heat. The owner sent me one match. I went to I brought it to my computer. I watched about six or seven matches of her, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow, I'm hooked. And then they got promotions from from Canada, CPW from Canada. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I get nonstop, I get asked to watch this match on on YouTube, this match, that match, and I'm just like, I'm glad I don't There's I'm a lot like, of wrestling out there. You've just got to you've just got to want to 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 you know sit down, have a couple of hours, three hours, and check them out. 
you know, there are some amazing talents out there, and I kind of sing sing talents enough on the Scottish scene. You know what I mean? Glasgow scene. You know, there, there is a lot of potential. You know, yeah. especially with the women. Um, as I said, I've worked with the majority of these women, and I can tell you now, they're going to all be the next best thing. They really are. They're going to be the big thing. Emily Hayden especially, and Ruby Roberts. Um, you know, and if you haven't got Ruby Roberts, I highly recommend you, you get her on yeah, your we show. Had, we, had um, Ruby, we had Ruby on it, on our podcast. She before. loves she, us. She, she's loves awesome. Us. She wants to come back. We're trying to, we're trying so, to fit a date, because next month will be perfect for her. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's the same. I mean, wrestling's weird, wonderful, wacky, and wonderful. You know, it, it is what it is. It's what you make it. You know, I, I mean, I just love it. I mean, if I could do it every day, on the hour, every hour, I would. Do you know what I mean? Unfortunately, I can't because I've got the day job. But you know, luckily, my day job's very understanding. When I say, "Look, I've got a wrestling gig," can I, can I get it off? And they're like, "Yeah, okay, good enough." Jade, right? Ada Jade, she's hmm? from Scotland. Ada Jade, she's got blonde Jade's- hair. Is that the one? Jade's- have we gone about Jade Black? Yeah, no, the no, uh, I can't. Emily I'll let that the show. I'll show you. Emily, I'll show Emily you. Hayden. Emily Hayden. No, she's not blonde. Um, you're on about Rosie Knight, but again, that's another one that's you know that's going to be big on the scene. Emily Hayden is is brunette here, um, but yeah, she's amazing. Honestly, I've worked with her. She's absolutely amazing. Um, I kind of speak highly enough about Emily because you know she. The blonde one that you're talking about is Rosie Knight, and again, she's she's really good as well. Um, I have the girl's Instagram up. When we're done with the show, I'll show you who it is. She sent us clips from a match she had against the Lone Wolf in Scotland, and right, I okay. posted together. And the uh-huh. match was so crazy hardcore that I even showed my dad. He is he's a son of a wrestler, and he was like, oh, wow. "Whoa." <laughs> The spot uh-huh. she did, I posted it on the Instagram page. And uh-huh. like, I was just like, well, my mom's like, well, I know wrestling's fake, but wow. <laughs> like, <crazy. laughs> Joe, don't break the kayfabe. Come on, keep the kayfabe, keep the kayfabe alive. It's not fake. You have to, I have to show you her page later. So, um, I, right, okay. <laughs> I don't want to do it now. I don't want to put her page like, this is her. That's in that. That's not nice. Um, so, no. anything else, Geekins? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say we have a big thing we didn't talk about the whole Vince McMahon thing that. Was oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah. God, yeah. I mean, come on, all that money for hush hush. I hope yeah. she was worth it. Yeah, I yeah. really <laughs> hope she was worth it. Whoever it was, um, you know, because now fans are going to be like, uh, right, okay, they've already taken away half their shares. Fans who've obviously invested in the company have obviously, you know, taken their money away. And thought, no, we're going to invest it in someplace else, um. Again, you know, it's his business what he does, but you're involving other folk. John Laurinaitis, Kevin Dunn, you know, these were wrestlers, these were bookers. You know, somebody should have been saying, oh, wait a minute, you know, no, I'm not going to get involved in this because if it comes back, it's going to bite me in the ass. Guess what? It just bit you in the ass. Yeah. Just saying. Isn't Bruce Pritchard involved in that too? I think so, yeah. I mean, you know, some big names were involved in this and you're thinking to yourself... Look at look at the later picture, right? The later picture is this. If it's going to bite you in the ass, don't do it. And exactly. basically, it's bit them in the ass. So now all these stories are coming out about Vince, no, staying ways, misses, know that everybody in all Tom Ting and Harry needs to know, but now we're all getting to know. It's like, really, we didn't need to know. But because somebody decided to leak it, that'll be somebody within the company, leak it so that they look good, 
Now we've got Stephanie McMahon back in, in the, the fold. Poor woman's dealing with her husband, you know, had a heart bypass and all the rest of it, trying to deal with her kids. But again, they were also doing that to her as well, trying to make her look bad. So if it was me, I'd be going for the people that are making me look bad and going, right, hi you, bye-bye, hi you, bye-bye, see you later. Do you know what I mean? If you're not 210% in this, you know, because you love the wrestling, why are you here? Money's no everything at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. That That's the way I feel about it. I don't think everybody needs to know your business, your personal business, but somebody in that company has leaked it to make sure that they all looked bad. Do you think Nick Khan was involved in the whole thing? Or, uh, like, he was... Like, <laughs> well, you know, they're insinuating that, they are insinuating that Nick Khan sort of squeezed his way in there, but, listen, the man's, the man's a billionaire, you know? He's not wanting to, to deal with all that nonsense. You know, his son, Tony Khan, I mean, look at AEW. I mean, again, the women, holy cow, you know what I mean? The women, they're really, really good. Again, Britt Baker, huge fan of Britt Baker, love Britt Baker. Thunder Rosa as well, worked with her as well when she she came through Scotland. Um, You know, they have amazing talents. Yes, some of them are ex-WWE, but the homegrown talent, as I've already said to you, is amazing, you know what I mean? You you look at the matches that we're getting, you know what I mean? Hangman Adam Page, holy, <laughs> that was just amazing. Do you know what I mean? Because the kids could be watching. <laughs> exactly, kids could be watching. So I'm not swearing. I'm trying not to swear. Don't mention the Montreal Screw Job. That's when I will start swearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would too. I back oh, in the day, there was oh, either the you be a up, big though. fan of swearing now. Yeah. Well, and you 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 touched on my heart a little bit because my first pay per view I actually physically got a chance to I, I was at the age I could sit and watch because I'm hyperactive. Uh-huh. I sit and watch pay per view. I I got to sit and watch a full pay per view with SummerSlam '91. Uh-huh. And oh, Mr. that was an amazing time. Uh-huh. Made me respect the grapple and catch as catch can style of wrestling even more. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I've loved loved them since I was thirteen, you know, and my heart got broken with that Montreal screw job. Um, our cable went down. It used to it used to always happen when the big pay per views were happening, but this one meant a lot to me because obviously it was Shawn Michaels. I bloomin' hate that man to bits, and Bret Hart, and it was the last man standing match. And you know, I didn't find out the result until the next day. They had what they called the hotline that you could get to to, you know, sort of hear what had happened in the match. So I'm sitting on this phone, I'm listening to this recording, I hear that the match is over, and I'm like, yay, Brett, Brett's won! And then I hear the, oh, but now he's got to come back. And at that point, obviously this was the time when he was thinking about signing for WCW, and I'm like, no, no. My dad came through and I was howling, howling with the phone in my hand. And he's like, you okay? He lost his match, he's lost his match. And my dad's like, it's only wrestling. No, did I say that to a wrestling fan? It's only wrestling. It's not. It's not only wrestling. It's a passion. It's a love. And I was heartbroken. <laughs> I was absolutely heartbroken. And anytime anybody mentions that to me, honestly, I, I get so upset about it. Yeah. Crazy. Gut wrenching. Yeah. Absolutely bloody gut wrenching. You know, I, a few of the guys will, te- te- you know, kind of tease me when I'm at shows and I'm like, just don't. Just don't. You know, I, I honestly, I I am so gut wrenched about that. But it was so weird because when I met Brett years later, 
you know, I was we were in Glasgow and he was doing a meet and greet and I got the microphone and I just asked. I had to because in myself I needed to know whether it was a work. And I says, if you had the chance to go back, would you have wrestled that night knowing the fact that you were going to be screwed over by Earl Hebner, Sean Nichols and Triple H? And he kind of avoided the question slightly, you know, and I was like, hmm, because a 13-year-old me is no satisfied with that. You know, there's still that 13-year-old young Edith that, that can't believe that that's a work, you know. I mean, I've been working in wrestling for eight years. I know how it works, but no, I, I can't accept that answer. You know, I need to know the truth. I need to know whether he knew, he knew. Because if that was me, if I knew I'm going out there and I'm getting screwed over, would I have gone out? Honestly, no, I wouldn't have gone out. I would have went, I can't do it. See you later, boys. Bye. Would that have disappointed fans? Probably. But at least I would have walked away the better person, knowing that, you know, I've not done the damage. Because even now, I still get quite upset about it. You know, I really do. Um, you know, some people will joke about it, and I'm just like, no, walking out the next room, I'll see you later, talk about something else, and then they'll change the subject. But yeah, I, I still get bothered by that, really bothered by that. So you, you did mention Nick Khan and Tony Khan. I just wanted to say that they're not related. Are they not related? I actually thought they were. No, they're not related at all. Really? Oh wow! I actually thought he was. I thought Tony Khan and Nick Khan were, were no. Um, related. No, two different people. Oh gosh, rumor mill. <laughs> <laughs> rumor mill. You know, started it. I know. I generally thought they were they were father and son. No. Here we go, geek. Here we go. Well, there you go. I've learned something tonight on this podcast. Nick Khan and Tony Khan are not related. There you go. I genuinely thought about it. rumor started by dudes at ringside. It's going to be out there. So, yeah, but hey ho, wrestling is weird, wonderful, wacky. It's all the above. And yeah, I just enjoy it. Enjoy it for what it is. That is a good scheme, though. That is a good scheme that Nick Khan and Tony Khan in it together. Mm. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we look where we started now, all right? Yeah, yeah, we're just talking about it. Yeah, well, Vince screwed Vince from what happened with everything happened today. Yep, that is true. Yep, <laughs> that is definitely true, Medea. Definitely. You know, the only person that, that can blame for any downfall in the WWE is Vince himself. But again, you know, if you've got snakes working for you in a company. You know that want want better things, then yeah, they're they're gonna tear it down from the inside. Like it's unfortunate. In the garden, you're gonna watch your hands if you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, but you're putting your hands. In the it is what place. it is. You know, you like, if, you like you like my drunk uh, uncle Uncle Joe terminology. There's snakes in the garden. You have to watch your hands. <laughs> 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 you know what you're gonna something's gonna bite you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like eh, no, I don't want that. Thank you. Yikes. <laughs> My mom Yikes. has a garden, so she always gives me these weird garden terms. When you put your hands in the dirt, you watch out what's what's under underneath it. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Yeah. Garden <laughs> Geekins, anything else? Uh, I mean, I, do you have any upcoming shows or social media people can find Well, you funnily enough, I do. Um, I have July 2nd, I'm working with W3L um, in the morning. Um, we've got another show. I've got another show that same day with Scottish Wrestling Entertainment, and we have Tajiri on that show. Wow. Um, the week after that, we have July 16th, and we've got Scotty Too Hoy. 
Then the week after that, I have July 23rd, Renegade Wrestling Dojo. I then have July 30th, my Queen of the Ring tournament at Scottish Wrestling Entertainment. I've also got this weekend, I normally would have had wrestling, but I'm going to see Alanis Morissette this weekend. So, yay. Been waiting two years for that. So, um, I had to turn... I actually had to turn down a wrestling gig for that. I, you know, I was kind of gutted because I wanted to do the wrestling, but Alanis, you know, and get all catch up with my friends as well. And I thought, you know what, no, we're, we're going to see Alanis because this had been booked for quite some time. Um, so, yeah, then I've got wrestling next weekend as well. So that'll be um, SW again. So I'm kind of all over the place. Um, so Renegade Wrestling Dojo, WTL. Um, Scottish Wrestling Entertainment. I've also got Pro 2 Wrestling as well. That's on the 26th of July, or 26th of June, beg your pardon. 26th yeah. of June, Pro 2 Wrestling. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of over the place at the moment. Yeah, If, if you if you have the, the opportunity to wrap a Tajiri match, try to see if you can work your way into it where Tajiri spits mist in your face or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, right that's another spot. It'd be, it'd be well worth it just to say, oh well, I, I, I ref to Jiri and he spat my face. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, um, <laughs> but you never know what you're going to get, you know. And that—that's kind of what I like about wrestling as well—the spontaneous spontaneity of it. You know, yeah. you you could be working, you know, Ashley Vega one day, you could be doing Tajiri the next, you could be doing Scotty Tuhoti, you know, Drew McIntyre or Millie Schmidt, um, Asia Raymond. You just don't know who you're going to get. You know, and that's kind of what I love as well. I mean, I do it purely for the love of the wrestling. You know, at the end of the day, you know, this is why we do it, because we, we love it. You know, it's nice to get get the fly-ins, but, you know, it's nice to build up the homegrown talent as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah definitely. So do you have any social medias or uh, I think you said that. So I've got Edith Summer on Facebook. Uh, I'm at Edith Summer at Robins 10 on Twitter. And those are the only two platforms that I really use. So either one you can get me on. Okay. You don't have a YouTube channel yet, right? No YouTube channel yet. Uh, <laughs> but we'll uh, get to that. We're building it. We're building it. We're building it. There we go. There we go. Baby steps. There we go. <laughs> right? Baby steps. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm the Metal Geek. I'm Joe Panther the Third. And I'm Edith Summer. And we will catch you in the next one. Bye, guys.